0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we'll see how the gifted artisans chosen by God moved to the things outside the tabernacle in making the bronze altar, laver, and outer court. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Exodus chapter 38. On Simply the Bible.
0: Today, we continue with the building of the tabernacle. We've seen how the gifted artisans made the sanctuary and its furnishings. Now, we will see how they made the things in the outer court. We're looking at Exodus chapter 38. Bezalel and Aholiab and the gifted artisans whom God had called now made the bronze altar. As you entered the court of the tabernacle through the gate on the east side, which was the only entrance, the first thing you came to was the bronze altar. If you weren't a priest, this was as far as you could go. It was here that you would offer your sacrifice. The bronze altar was made from acacia wood and covered with bronze. It was seven feet six inches square and four feet, six inches high, and had a horn on each of its four corners. It had four rings and poles made of acacia wood and overlaid with bronze. These were for transporting it through the wilderness. Bronze was the medal of judgment. It was here that the sins of the people were judged through atoning sacrifices. It was through the shedding of innocent blood that there was remission of sins. The bronze altar pictures the cross where the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world was slain. It is significant that as you approached God, this was the first thing you would come to. Without sacrifice, you could go no further. And even with sacrifices, only the priests could come any closer to God than this. We cannot draw near to God apart from the sacrifice of Jesus Christ whose blood reconciles us to God. We do not set the terms, God does. We come as lawbreakers who have eternally offended a holy God. We have nothing to commend ourselves to God except faith in his son who died for our sins. Next, the craftsman made the bronze labor. This was placed in the outer court between the bronze altar and the door of the tabernacle. It was a basin that would be filled with water where the priests could wash their hands and feet. Sacrificing and presenting burnt offerings would cause them to get blood and ashes on their hands and feet. God wanted them to be clean, especially before they would enter the sanctuary. Running water from the labor would cleanse their hands and feet. It is interesting that of all the gold, silver, and bronze used in the tabernacle... It is only with the bronze labor that we are told where the material actually came from. The women donated their bronze mirrors and these were melted down to make the labor. Now they didn't have glass mirrors in those days like we do today. Their mirrors were made of polished bronze. Think of the sacrifice. It would be for women to give away their mirrors. But they were willing to do this for the sake of worshiping the Lord. This action connects the labor with a mirror. I believe that this is significant because the Bible compares the word of God with a mirror. James 1.22 tells us, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If we hear the word but we don't do it, then James says we're like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and walks away and forgets what he looks like. We should look into the word like we look into the mirror in the morning. For the Word shows us what our character really looks like. All the ways of a person are right in his own eyes. But when we look into the Word with honesty and humility, it shows us what we really look like. It reveals our flaws, but it also shows us what we're doing right. If we will then do what the Word says, then it will cleanse us of sin." That's what Psalm 119.9 says. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. And Jesus told his disciples in John 15.3, you are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Then Paul wrote to husbands in Ephesians 5.25. He said, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Therefore, we see the bronze labor as representing the cleansing we receive from the Word of God. As we look into God's Word like a mirror and then confess our sins and do what it says, then we are washed from the corruption of this world. The last things mentioned regarding the tabernacle that the artisans made were the curtains and pillars for the outer court. The tabernacle was in the center of the camp with the 12 tribes camped around it. The curtains separated the place of worship from the rest of the community. From any point in the camp, you could always see the pillar of cloud during the day and the pillar of fire at night hovering over the tabernacle. And you knew that this was where God dwelt among his people. You also knew that the only way to approach God was through the single entrance into the outer court. I believe that this points to the church, not the physical building, but the spiritual body of Christ. Jesus has called His church to be the light of the world. Jesus said that whenever we gather in His name, He is there in our midst. Many people today want to claim to have a relationship with God apart from church. While we don't have to be in church to experience God's presence, I don't know of any New Testament disciples who weren't involved in church. While there are places to meet God other than church, those who meet with God, go to church regularly because they want to be with God's people. It is in church that we hear the teaching of the word of God and the Holy Spirit convicts us. It is in church that we learn to serve the Lord by serving others. Finally, the materials of the tabernacle consisted of precious metals, Precious stones, acacia wood, fine woven linen, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, goat's hair, and badger and ram skins. All these were brought willingly by the people as their hearts were stirred. We're told how much gold, silver, and bronze was used. Over a ton of gold, three and three quarters tons of silver, and over two and a half tons of bronze. At today's prices, these metals are worth over $43 million. That's not including the precious stones and all the other materials that were required to build it. This was truly an amazing place of worship out in the middle of the desert. But you know what? God deserves our best. Now, in the time remaining, I'd like to just consider that the tabernacle gives us a pattern in the way that we can approach God. First, we consider the place of worship. Now, in the technical sense, there is no more tabernacle or temple. There is no earthly house of God. The temple of Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD. However, in the New Testament, we are told that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter tells us that we are living stones being built up as a spiritual house. Jesus said that upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades won't prevail against it. This is important because the church isn't an organization of man, but an organism of Christ. We are to stand out before the world as the outer court stood out before Israel as a place of meeting with God. If you aren't regularly attending church, then you should know that the word admonishes us not to neglect gathering with fellow believers. Church is where we come to be fed and to minister to the Lord and to others. It is where we experience the presence of the Lord. This is true if the church is a mega sanctuary of thousands or a living room with two or three people. If you want to draw closer to God, then get involved in church. Second, we consider the altar of sacrifice. Once you entered the outer court, you couldn't come any closer without sacrificing an animal and pouring out its blood on the altar. This points to the blood of Jesus Christ that was poured out at the cross for our sins. The cross is how God shows us how much he loves us. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. As we approach God, we ought to thank and praise him for loving us so much that he gave his only begotten son. Often our hearts condemn us certainly the accuser of the brethren the devil is there to point out our faults we need to remind ourselves that the penalty of our sins has been paid in full we now have peace with God through the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ his blood cleanses us from all sin and we are justified by our faith in him though our sins were as scarlet We have been made white as snow because of the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Third, we wash ourselves with the Word of God. As a royal priesthood in Christ, we have the right to wash at the labor. By spending time reading and meditating in the Word, we give the Lord opportunity to wash and cleanse us of stinking thinking. Let's face it. Walking in this world, our minds do get polluted by gossip, filthy speech, and ideas that are contrary to the word of God. Looking into the mirror of the word cleanses us from these. Then it helps us to see ourselves as we really are, as God sees us. Fourth, we enter the holy place. The priest would enter the sanctuary daily to trim the wicks and add oil to the lampstand and offer incense in the morning and evening. Likewise, we seek the oil of the Holy Spirit so that we may pray in the Spirit for all the saints. This is the time of intercession. When we offer our petitions for the kingdom of God, for ourselves and for others, our prayers come up before the throne of God as a fragrant incense. Fifth, we enter the most holy place. Once a year on the Day of Atonement, the high priest would enter the most holy place and sprinkle the blood of the sin offering on the mercy seat. Thus, he would make atonement for his own sins and for the sins of the people. As our high priest, Jesus offered his own blood on the mercy seat of heaven. The blood of bulls and goats could only cover sin, but we have true atonement through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's at one We have been completely reconciled to God and we can enjoy the communion of being in his presence where with unveiled faces we are being transformed into his image from glory to glory by the spirit of God. As Moses came off the mountain with his face shining, our faces should be shining after we've spent time in communion with the Lord. Familiarize yourself with this tabernacle and let it enhance your prayer life God gave us this pattern of worship for a reason. And if we will draw near to him, he will draw near to us.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the through to bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at CalvaryTV.org. We'd really love to hear from you. You can also text WELCOME to 208-314-3377. That's 208-314-3377. Next week, we'll see the gifted artisans making the garments for the priests and completing all the work as the Lord commanded Moses. We hope you'll join us as we continue through Exodus on Simply the Bible.